0: Was there a moment that the retail bug bit you that you've realized this is what you wanted to do?
1: I had friends in retail and I told them all sitting down one night at dinner, I will never go into retail. So I definitely had to get bit at one time. And I think it was really, uh, it started in the wholesale end. If you don't understand one thing about this business, it is 100% service and relationship oriented. And that's kind of what I'd always wanted for myself. I just really didn't know how that was going to come about.
0: Welcome to the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. This week, uh, we've got uh, another member interview uh, coming up to you. And, and it's another one of, uh, we've had a couple of members recently recognized by Furniture Today, uh, their betting conference here in mid May. Um, as retail betting giants, they three honors given out, and two happen to be nationwide marketing group members. So we're we're excited to be able to share those stories with you. And this one we've got today comes to us from the greater northwest corner of the United States, and uh, Mattress World northwest and owner Sean Hathaway uh, jumping in and talking with us today and sharing a really cool story. Um, you know, he's been in the Furniture and or mattress business for about 27 years, um, I think he said on, on the podcast here. But um, you know, during that time has converted the business from furniture and mattress to strictly a mattress store. And um, the thing that stands out to me about, you know, Sean and what he's done, and we get into it here on the podcast is really integrate um, family into his messaging and and really dives deep into, you know, sharing that, that theme or, you know, that, that idea of family across the company. And it, it shows through in so many ways, um, you know, from what they do for their employees to, you know, how they, they talk to their customers and try to assist their customers and serve their community. And um, it's just cool to see. And I, I know, you know, I, every retailer strives to you know, have that kind of messaging in their store and, and do that sort of, um, you know, have that that level of commitment to the way they talk about their business, and for Sean and and the mattress world Northwest team, uh, that's paid off in the form of this honor from Furniture Today and and being named a retail betting giant. And uh, it was cool to just dive into it with him and and hear his you know how he's evolved the business and and why he's evolved the business and just how he goes about doing the things he's done to you know, lo and behold become a, a retail betting giant. So. Uh, let's just dive it up. this is sean hathaway owner of mattress world northwest here on the independent thinking podcast all right we're back on the independent thinking podcast and excited today um you know we've had a couple members get recognized recently and uh you know, it, Furniture Today has their, their betting conference and, and named themselves a couple of retail giants. And, and we got one of them here on the podcast today. We're going to try to make sure the podcast is big enough to host a retail giant. But Mr. Sean Hathaway, owner of Mattress World Northwest, appreciate you uh, as a retail giant stepping in and, and coming on the podcast today.
1: Thank you, Rob. And thanks for that great introduction. I appreciate it. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, well, before we dive into you know that honor and, and and all that that entails, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and uh, you know, path into the retail business.
1: Sure. Well, I've been doing it a long time now, and I don't want to go back too far. But after college, I had a job, corporate world, and eventually packed that in and was doing temporary work, and ended up at a warehouse working for. Uh, manufacturers repped in the furniture industry, and we were building a warehouse program uh, to service dealers a lot quicker. And I ended up doing a lot of service work for the local dealers, got hired by a retail store, worked for a small family, and uh, decided and had looked around that I could do that myself. And I started a furniture store where you had sofas where you could make dozens of changes to the style and comfort, thousands of fabrics. And from there, I kind of grew it to a, uh, a full-on furniture store. And that was fun. I really liked doing that. And then I kind of partnered with a bigger company and I changed over to a mattress. store. And one reason was it, it just seems so much easier. Not all the changes and different variations on a sofa, not needing to have carpet or paint in the store, Is the comfort of the mattress great? Do you like it? Let's wind this deal up. I just love that. And I was, my main store was 50 miles away from home, and I was able to open a mattress store 10 minutes
0: from home. It's a lot better for sure. Uh, That cuts that commute down, huh? (laughs)
1: Yeah. And so I did that for like over 10 or 15 years. And the company I was kind of associated with basically went out of business. And I had to make a big decision do I do this alone? And I think I came up with some great, uh, solid friendships and some counsel. And we were able to turn around and go, as those stores closed, go to the ownership and say, hey, we're just going to release the space and start a brand new company. And so we ended up hiring most of the employees. That 12-store chain was reduced down to eight. And we had a core bunch of people that wanted to stay on and knew that you know, the, the groundwork's basic, that company was really good. And that if we could just make some good decisions at the top, we could turn it into something great. And, and so we did, so we have 22 stores today and we we started with eight at uh, roughly 10 years ago.
0: Wow. I now thinking back to your time in the, you know, getting into the retail space and was there a moment that like the retail bug bit you that you've realized this is what you wanted to do?
1: (laughs) I will tell you, it took a while. I had friends in retail and I told them all sitting down one night at dinner, I will never go
0: into retail. <laughs> that didn't pan out, did it? <laughs> no. So I definitely
1: had to get bit at one time. And I think it was really, uh, it started in the wholesale end when I got really value out of you know making the sale, uh, servicing that customer, and it just slowly transitioned to that, the, if you don't understand one thing about this business, it is 100% service and relationship oriented. And I, and that's kind of what I'd always wanted for myself. I just really didn't know how that was going to come about.
0: What's Walk us through, um, you know, what a mattress world Northwest store looks like today. You know, obviously, you know, yeah. Changing from what it had been, uh, you know, you mentioned furniture to now mattresses today. But like, it, it, what's if a customer walks in? What what's kind of the the look and feel that you're going for, and kind of the yeah. experience that, that that they have at your stores?
1: Exactly. So it's obviously, like you said, it's an experience more than a look. And so we've got a, a brand, uh, you know, our logo. And so what we like to do is they've seen an ad somehow, they've decided to shop at one of our stores. So of course, as soon as they park, we want everything to be neat and tidy. We want them to be welcome and excited to come in the door. When they come in the door, of course, we want it to clean and look nice. And so we are always going to use our big brand partners the best we can. You know, we want the big names that people recognize right up front. And we want a real smiley face, Uh, getting them as close to the door as we can and welcoming them to Mattress World Northwest. And so really, I think everything is about a first impression, a warm smile, a, a nice greeting and a clean store. We've got, you know, it's the Northwest trees are famous here. So we've got kind of a tree line motif that we use that people seem to like. And I think it's got, you know, nice basic colors were red, blue, green, and white. But then we really want to ask the questions of why are you here? Why do you need a mattress? What's up with your sleep? How can we bring you and your partner back together to enjoy going to bed and waking up refreshed? And how can we do it where you're going to have fun during this process? And we're not going to grill you. We're not going to try to force something down your throat. But you gave up your Saturday to come in here. Let's have a good time and get you a better night's sleep. And after that, we're going to do a comfort test. And uh, we have a unique, I think this is another question that segueing into that, we carry on top of the main brands, we carry some very unique items. And so we're going to go out of our way to make sure that customer gets a presentation of something they're not going to see in other stores in town. Because, let's face it, every town's got a lot of great furniture and mattress stores but I think sometimes we walk right by something a customer will look at, and we hope that they're going to reach out and ask us about it. And we've got to reach out and show them and give them some benefits of why that might be great for them. And so we try to do that every with every customer.
0: That, I mean, you're explaining kind of the perfect retail strategy, right? And and so cliche, but easier said than done. What's it take, you know, as a business owner to really incorporate that way of thinking into into the business and how, I guess, without, you know, sharing secret sauce, right? This is the, the million dollar question, right? Without sharing the secret sauce, like, what did it take for you to get that kind of buy-in across, you know, the company?
1: You know, buy-in comes slowly and it comes from multiple RSAs, seeing another person be successful. Anytime we roll out a product, we try to make a huge deal and we We've got a formula and our formula is why is it good for the consumer? Why is it good for the RSA? And have we made it easy for you to do your job? So we're going to introduce a partner with some a new product with some key RSAs and our admin team and our warehouse and This me and the sales team are going to be like, woo! We want this great new product. We want it tomorrow. We want to start selling it by five o'clock. And then admin teams like, well, how many do you have in stock? How are we going to get it here? Do you have space in the warehouse? Um, Can you afford all that? And so we try to work out all those issues. When we finally bring it to the RSA, we're going to say to them, "Here's the value to you. Here's the value to your customer," and it's in stock it's ready to go and we're going to come train you and show you how this works why it's a better night's sleep so we're t- going to try to integrate all facets of our company before we kind of unload it on the rsa and the public and so a lot of times it's not so much the product it's the secret sauce it's how we bring it to the marketplace but of course we always try to vet a product and we we want to bring in something that's going to be strong for the company and uh, you know, one of our core values is help the customer get a better night's sleep. So it's got to satisfy that.
0: Now, has that has that way of thinking changed over time if, for you? As a, you know, the the way you kind of take product and go to market and and that sort of stuff. Have you seen that evolve throughout your your time in retail? Yeah,
1: because at first it started like at first we didn't even have the slogan. It was like, well, we need to make money. We need to have products with margin. And you know, what's moving? What are those guys selling? And that morphed into, you know, we finally have a dedicated plan with a 10 year plan and which breaks down to a one year plan. And so when we want to disturb our showroom, we want to make sure, you know, why are we doing that? Is this what are we replacing? What are we moving out of the way? And, and, and is it going to benefit Mattress World Northwest as a company, the RSAs, the people that work here and ultimately a better benefit? um our customer, we're really just wasting our time. So,
0: you know what? I talked so much there, Rob. I lost my train of thought. So you better re-ask the question. No, you're kind of, you're going down the right path and, and kind of leading to what I was going to ask and, and, you know, kind of following up on that is that, you know, you've kind of, evo- the the way you've gone about doing business has evolved, but the, what about the actual, like, what changes have you seen, um, you know, sort of specifically in the way you go about doing business and, and you right. know, what are you guys doing to stay ahead of that curve?
1: Right. And I do remember the last part of that question. So we get buy-in from our top management and we have five managers and they get out to the stores. And so it's repeat, 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 and uh, teach by showing. And so we kind of demand our managers participate in the stuff that we're doing. And so once we get a little buy-in, that's proof to another group of people, which is proof to the larger group. And I bet you that's probably how most people roll out stuff, but we always are firmly, we do samples and we set up a sample, one or two or three stores, and we really throw our heart and soul into it to see if it works. And if it works, then the other RSAs and other stores ask for it by name.
0: Gotcha. (laughs) So that's
1: the way to do it. The changes I've seen are, you know, the internet took away the middle part of our business, the inexpensive. And so the RSA today has to keep on their toes. They don't get to talk to, I mean, we like to talk to people. We like to have a good time. This is a people business and less people are coming into the store. And so what, who is coming into the store? People that want a great experience. They don't want to click some buttons they want maybe something a little more expensive or unique. So if they have decided to, and the internet is a great place to shop. I mean, what a tough competitor. It's really, I think, up-leveled our whole business. I mean, you have to be on your game nowadays to compete with all the online marketplace. So if you come into our store, uh, we're prepared to, you know, put on a show and, make sure that you spent your Saturday and Sunday, your time with us well, and we're going to respect that and show you something you haven't seen.
0: I, I want to step back even a little further for you because I you mentioned at the top how, you know, you started as a furniture business and I, you know, went through some iterations and changes and partnerships. And what, was there something that, um, you know, made you want to uh, you know convert from that, that furniture store into a, a mattress store? Yeah, I mean,
1: it was simple. It was just ease and the ability to do business in a more simple way. A sofa needs um, the fabric. It has legs. It has multiple cushions, styles of cushions, and the fabric. It, It has a long delivery time. It has the ability to be damaged. What I noticed with a mattress shopper, and I loved it. I loved decorating. I loved helping people put together their new addition, their new family room, the kids room. I mean, I love that part. It was way, way more of a story and a conversation than we need a mattress for a bedroom. I mean, that's still a great conversation, but it's just not as involved as a whole new family room and a whole new dining room. And, And so then you get to hear the whole family story. Why are you getting a dining room? Well, every Easter we do this and every Christmas we do that. That's what makes this business fun. But it's also a business. And what I noticed working hand in hand with mattress retailers was I'm not getting a good night's sleep. Can you help me? I can get my product delivered in three to four days or overnight. Yes. And less damage it just, it, for a business model. You still got to work with the people, but it streamlined everything down.
0: No, I that, that mean, I mean that makes a lot of sense, and it kind of, I guess, too, as a business, it allows you to focus, right? Because I, I mean, of course, you see a lot of mattress and furniture stores, and you know, across the nationwide membership, all four cat verticals that were involved in you know businesses yeah. that, that, and they do it well. Um, but you know, for for certain businesses to be able to focus in on that category really allows you guys to enhance that experience for the customer, yeah. and um, you know, hearing you kind of talk about how, you know, what you set out to do for the customer, I think. It, I mean, it goes to show just why the recognition is what it is, right? When you get to um, kind of hone your, your craft and, and really enhance what you're trying to do for that customer.
1: When you're starting out with a small company, I mean, usually it's you and a pickup and a sofa, three cocktail tables, two lamps is one kind of delivery in your pickup. And a mat and box in the back of your pickup is another kind of delivery. (laughs) And I really like the mat and box
0: idea. (laughs) It's a little bit bit easier. In some ways, lighter, um, you know, for sure. (laughs) But No, I get it. You know,
1: (laughs) the weights and change. I go into our warehouse. I try to help on deliveries now. And I look at what our guys are doing. And I just wince. I'm like, I'm so in over my head now. Thank God for much younger, stronger uh, people than me doing the deliveries. And I try sometimes and I'm just like, thank you for
0: helping. <laughs> no, that's all. Well, one thing I, I love about, um, you know, your business and that anyone that goes to your website, uh, it's front and center and plain as day. You guys incorporate a lot of personal touch into what you do and, and family. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit and why that, you know, that's so important to, to you and your brand and, and the business.
1: So every company meeting is really about, you know, again, up leveling everyone in the company, but putting the customer first. And I think early on, I said, look, I'm out in the community. I'm <laughs> My family, I go to Taekwondo three days a week. We shop at Albertsons. We go to Target. And in my neighborhood, we run into people all the time. I'm on TV. I only need people coming up to me saying, thank you very much the story I went into was wonderful. I said that the first time someone comes up to me and tells me what a horrible experience they had and they want to kill me. I said, we can't have that. (laughs) It's, it's gotta be good because I want to live just a regular life and my kids are out there. And so I think everybody really understood that. And I think everybody really wants to be respected. And I think when we just put that front and center, we do that. And so In terms of family, I call it a family business, but my family's not really into it. They support me. My wife supports me 100%. She's a great sounding board. And when we go out to events, we take a uh, blow up. It's got a fan that blows it up and it's a mattress and we call her Mattress Millie. And my wife absolutely loves to be Mattress Millie. She loves to dance. She loves to get hugs. She loves to do the photo ops. And so we go out and do these events and fundraisers and I kind of walk her around and she steals the show with pictures and dancing. So yes, that's fun. No,
0: that's now you say, obviously, you know, it's, it's you in the business and you got the the rest of your face. Is that something that you always wanted to do? Or is that, did that level of marketing kind of evolve with the business over time as well? You know, it's just,
1: it's evolved over time. Um, it's, uh, I've never really wanted the, the family to be a family business. I don't require everybody to work in it. There's plenty of work to be done to te- teach kids how to work, but I just want everyone to know that we're a family just like you and that we struggle and want to be respected when we go shopping, just like you. And so that we're just trying to bring that feel. And so on holidays, we'll bring the whole family in, uh, like a a year end Christmas video, get the whole family and the company in there. We use um, our employees as uh, our, um, you know, as our actors in our TV commercials. And then of course myself and, just recently, because my wife performed so well in 30 um, minute infomercials, we've added her to the commercials. And I will say that, you know, more people talk to me now about having her included. They just really like her. And I think one of the comments that I get in the stores, the retail associates back to me is like, I saw that the owner on TV and he seems like a regular guy. And that's why we came to this store. And that's what I want to be, a regular guy.
0: No, that I mean, that's awesome. And, and it kind of, I mean, it humanizes it, right? I, everyone sees a business on TV, but when they can put a face to it and, and they see to, you know, everything that you're saying about wanting to make that connection, it, it really um, brings it in. And, and not even just for customers coming to the store. I, I imagine that has a ripple effect across, you know, employees as well. Just wanting to have it be that family sort of feel to the business and, and the way you guys talk about yourselves.
1: Yeah, that's probably my most important job and the the job as we get bigger that I fall on my face the most and that is going to each and every store and letting each and every RSA know that I, my family appreciates them working here every single day. It's a hard job and seeing what the company or I can do for them at their time in their life. And, you know, that's a dangerous proposition because usually I get, you know... (laughs) A handful. But I, I really just like visiting with people. And, and, you know, we've always had kind of an open door policy with kids. It's really expensive as a retail person to juggle your kids between school and husband and wife and work. And so we've almost always had every child growing up in our company. And it was something I just had to kind of accept in the very beginning. It's just kind of what we did and what had happened before. And and it, it's not always the best for business, but it's always the best for the employee. And so it's been fun to watch all the kids grow up and see them at the summer picnics and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it, we are a family in that way.
0: No, I, I mean, it, it's, it's cool to hear you kind of talk about it. Cause it, I mean, you know, there's, there's so many aspects of retail that you could talk about and, and, um, kind of analyze and, and things like that, but that, you know, the, boils down to the customer experience the employee experience and and how you kind of you know create the best of for both of those worlds and um you know I, i think it it's a testament right that you must be doing something right If furniture today uh you know you got this honor coming down the pike and uh being named one of their their betting retail giants at the the betting conference that's coming up and you know when when you hear that uh you know what what's what goes through your mind or what's it mean to you when, when you hear that kind of honor being bestowed upon mattress world Northwest?
1: Well, the very first thing is that's incredibly humbling and exciting all at the same time. The 18 year old in me says, look, mom, grandpa, I did it. I'm, I'm worthy. I was worth going to college. And then the adult me is I'm really proud And then I really feel like I have to go through the whole company and thank everybody individually. You know, we have um, a corporate consultant and five managers and I have a general manager that I can't make stay home and not come to work. I have a corporate consultant that constantly is bringing us fabulous information. And that team about 10 years ago started out and set some goals and we just continually hit them. And so I think for us, when we were just scrapping and clawing at the very beginning, just trying to um, keep the stores open and go from the eighth store to the ninth store, that we look back today and we're all super proud about what we did, about being recognized because there's a lot of years in there where you're down on yourself. Why couldn't we do this? Why didn't we do this? We, we missed that mark. We did hit lots of little great stepping stones, but then there was just somewhere in the middle where it flipped overnight, where we went from struggling to things were growing really great. And we're going to hit that struggle mark again. We're just thankful. I think that we've built a team now that when we hit that next big hurdle, I think we're all going to be able to work together. So I think it's there's a lot of great companies, and they deserve tons of recognition. We're just glad to be thrown in there.
0: Uh, and you mentioned the the ups and downs. I think what Matt, your business has been around for just over twenty years. Is that right? I, yes. I'm right about that. So you, you yeah, think yeah, back- 20, 27 now. Wow. So you, you think back to kind of when it started and, and what it's gone through over the course of those 20 years, you've been through some, I mean, just economically, you think about some of the things that you've gone through with the, in 08, 09 and, and yep. even more recently, the pandemic. So, um, I, I mean, again, a testament to that. I think you, you know, you guys having been through that, what's it, what's it do for you as a business? You kind of talk about it there and that it sets you up for, you know, to, to know how to weather these kinds of things, but just right. talk about those experiences.
1: Well, I mean, I can remember in, in the last Great Recession, I had a retail store on my own and I had uh, the two roads that access the store were torn up. All the blacktop was removed. There were two tractor trailers and a cat parked in front of my store. The street had been shut down from three lanes to one and nobody wanted to go into the neighborhood. And on the news, they said there's officially a recession. <laughs> and um Thank God I had some savings, so I spent every bit of it. So the way we grew the business was slow and smart, and we save and save and save money, and we keep it in the bank for the business. Um, we try to stock everything we have, and we, I, I think that everybody in this company, when we started it, converted to all mattresses ten years ago. Everybody in the company was kind of running scared, and unfortunately we're now prepared and the steps everybody takes it's like hey we did that wrong way back let's do it this way and so everybody's on board from top to bottom unfortunately we still have some bad habits um, that stem from being hurt when we couldn't deliver product or it took eight weeks to get something in and and so we're still going back and correcting and saying hey we've got the product in stock it'll be here you you know handle the customer in a little different way. It's not the old company, but those things get burned into you. But I think we burned in some good preparation as well. So we're always looking ahead. Um, Of course, we're nervous about what they say about the economy now, but we've got great savings. We've got great stock. We feel like we have a great plan and uh, hopefully we've prepared our staff as well that they've got their financial home in order so, they won't be hurt if, if there's a little slowdown in the furniture industry.
0: Oh, I, I mean, you kind of learn a lot. Everything's an experience, and uh, of course, and you learn from it and, and grow from it. So, to I, I just, it's crazy to think that in the company's history, there's been some, I just a number of ups and downs, but that's any business, right? So, it's, to, I think to there's been it,
1: four like major ups and downs. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's like
0: every six years, just about.
1: <laughs> yep. There, something's that's- in it. I mean, we, our stores were closed for two months solid, you know, during COVID. And so you drop all these plans for a little downturn. No one ever told you, Hey, uh, consider closing your stores for two months
0: Let's see what can happen. <laughs> but Hey, here you are on the other side of it and yeah. all the better for it. So, um, you know, th- another thing that this kind of recognition gives, I think gives you a chance to do is hopefully that you've had the chance to is, is kind of sit back and, uh, look at what you've done and and reflect on sort of what you you know you hope a legacy looks like right with, with right. the business that you've got and, and kind of the lasting impact of it. So I you know what what comes to mind when you think about that?
1: Well, I actually think about that every day. I mean, again, our corporate consultant is on me every day. What's our legacy going to be? He he likes to bring up this hit by a bus clause, and and so on the one hand. Just as a practical business, we're trying to train and interchange so that all managers and all admin know what the other person's doing and cross-training. And we don't want to go the typical route. As I get older, we don't want to go from 22 stores down to 10, down to 2, down to a GOB. That doesn't serve anybody in our company. What serves our company is to growing and providing more opportunity. So we, we want everybody to, our managers to be super smart and all of them are young and they want to grow. They need to be able to work together. And then I need to be able to train them in the, the few things that I do now in the business to get one or two of them to be very great at it so that I can step aside more at a time. But I think my, the, the more I think about it, my biggest job is to prepare every employee in our company for their retirement. And I think that's so the legacy that I can leave is a company that works, that I can step away from and they can step up and run the company on their own. So they've got a means to support their family. <clears throat> but then on top of that, all of us, you, me, everybody, whether they you work for Nationwide or whether somebody at Mattress World works 20 or 30 more years at Mattress World, you're going to work. And you're, you're going to work hard. And so my goal, and I'd say at every meeting, when you retire, you know what I want you to do? Retire. I want you to go do something that you want to do, live out your dream. I do not want you coming back and asking for part-time work to make ends meet. I want you literally to retire. And that is what I want the legacy to be, a company that can support families, where they can support themselves. And they can take care of their family. That's really what we're all here to do in the end.
0: No, that's, that's so cool to hear. Um, I, I mean, anyone can kind of say those things, but I, you know, to to see you guys doing it and and doing it well, and um, it's awesome. I, I mean, it, it makes what we—that's why I love to have it a podcast because I get to you know connect with people like yourself and and hear these kinds of stories and and the things that you guys are doing, and um, so it's cool to hear. But you know, we. I guess just wishing a congratulations, of course, to you guys for, for the honor. And, you know, it's great to have this opportunity to connect because of it, but uh, you know, I look forward to continuing to follow the story here, Sean, and um, seeing what what you guys do and, um, you know, catch up and, and, you know, see how how things are going and how you continue to grow. So um, one, one award does not, you know, this is not an end point, of course, you guys, you guys got a lot, a lot of work still left to do. So, um, we're just happy to, to be able to share in that journey and, and, you know, see where you guys can take it. So we appreciate, uh, you again, taking the time and and sharing your story with us on the podcast.
1: Well, I appreciate your time and helping share It's It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Rob.
0: You bet. All right, and thanks again to Sean for taking time out of his day and sharing his story with us, and uh, diving into a little bit of the the way business has evolved over these years. And uh, you know, what, it's always fun to hear what uh, it is that makes someone catch that retail uh, bug or get wh- how they get bit by the retail bug and get into this business. So uh, it's like I said, you know, why we love doing these podcasts and why um, you know I love being able to share all the stories of our members and and people in this industry. So uh, again, appreciate Sean. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we will catch you next time.